Hello, Amazon entrepreneurs. This is Patrick Kincaid from Master Private Label, and you are listening to Master Private Label Podcast. Today, we're going to be hitting you guys up with a real important discussion about knowing your numbers. Before you set off on your product research journey and really start diving deep into product research, it's really important that we introduce the idea to you of something that's going to stick with you throughout your Amazon selling career. And when you don't remember this important topic along the way, you will suffer as a result, which I have personally many a time, especially in those early years. I didn't always do so well at knowing my numbers. I didn't keep track of my numbers. My bookkeeper wasn't always kept up to date. And I especially did not always get real detailed when it came to picking a product. I was always so excited to find a product, almost wishful thinking wanted to make it better than it was sometimes. And as I learned through uh, the first year or so of my selling that uh, when I knew my numbers ahead of time, I could go into selling a product with much more confidence. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about how to go about having a better grip on your numbers and your product costs before ever even getting anything ordered and spent. Thanks for joining me. This is Patrick and Cade, Master Private Label Podcast. Okay, before I get started here discussing the running your numbers, knowing your costs topic, I wanted to give you a shout out real quick and let you know that if you have any questions or you want more information about what we do, then you can visit masterprivatelabel.com. And if you are particularly interested in this topic that we're discussing today and product research in general, you can go to masterprivatelabel.com forward slash product costs. And I have a little uh, free tool there for you. Okay, so product costs are such a crucial part of picking a great product. I teach my clients how to not only just find one product to sell, but a group of products. And we usually go within one niche. And so therefore, before I set them off on their way, ordering any kind of product whatsoever, we roll through the numbers of any potentially great idea uh, first. And so it's just real crucial that you know what the cost of the product are going to be before ever pulling a trigger and ordering anything. Now, when I meet with my clients for the first time, I ask them a question which I ask myself every time I'm going to order a new product or start a new brand. And that is, I actually ask two questions. What are my resources? In other words, how much can I afford to risk on this next launch? And how is this play into my niche slash brand idea that I may already have or do I need to form a new brand? And so that first question really about how many, you know, what, what resources do I have and how much cash do I have to extend for this next product? That is a really important question. And let me give you a little bit of breakdown why. When you go and look for products, you can look 
based upon certain criteria that you determine ahead of time. Now, over the years, there's been a common factors, been common metrics that have been come up with, and they're typically taught out there on YouTube and all the gurus and all the courses and all that. They're all teaching the same metrics. Even even the Jungle Scouts and the Helium Tins and all that, they tend to stick with something that's under two pounds that fits in a shoebox, something between 15 and 60 bucks, something that is uh, uh, going to meet sales depth of at least 10 units sold a day and has less than 100 reviews, let's say, on the average for the, for the, uh, for the top 10 listed products. Now, that's all fine and dandy, and that's a great starting place, but I'm always telling my clients, you know, if we just do some simple math, we, and, and we know ahead of time how much we can afford to risk, we don't necessarily have to limit ourselves to the same metrics that everybody else is using. I mean, if you, if you keep, and I say this all the time, if you keep using the same tools and the same guidelines that everybody else is using, you're going to come up with the same results that everybody else does come up with. And then where are you at? You're, you're launching products that everybody else is launching at the same time. So, yes, there's tens of millions of products on Amazon. And there's constantly being millions added. So, yes, there's a lot of opportunity that's, that's hidden out there that you can find within those you know, guidelines that 90% of the people are using. But I like to really find out ahead of time how much money do you have that you're willing to risk on this next product that you're going to launch. And then we take it from there and we can decide, okay, let's say you have 20 grand to spend on this next product. Well, 20 grand, if you're wanting to make, you know, 10,000 a month profit, 20 grand will get you a pretty decent product that is, you can get one that's priced over the $60 threshold. For example, I have a client who came to me in this last year and he had 20 grand to spend and, and uh, on his first one. He wanted to get his business off the ground. He wanted to do for 20,000 or less. And I said, okay. So we started looking and lo and behold, we matched up his, his niche that he found uh, not only that he was interested in, but had opportunity there. We found a product within that that would sell between 80 and 110 bucks, and ended up finding that there was a lot less competition in that product than some of the other products in his niche that were, you know, somewhere that would sell for around 40 bucks. And I found this time and time again: the bigger, or, and or more expensive products tend to have less competition, meaning they have less reviews, and but you'll still have the sales depth. You'll still have the numbers every month. The sales, the average sales for the top 10 products will still add up to enough to where you can get your desired profit. Now that whole, you want to sell 10, you want to source a product that sells at least 10 units a day, making $10 profit. You know, that's how Scott Volker always taught, you know, the 10 and 10 you want one product that sells 10 units a day for at least $10 profit, which gives you $100 profit per day. Well, what if we had a product that made us $50 profit and we only sold five of them a day? That's $250 profit. And I've found time and time again that those products that sell for more, like that sell for $110, I'm going to profit 50 bucks on, 
those have a lot less competition, a lot less hassle, worrying about how many reviews I have to get before I'm even competitive, a lot less hassle worrying about all these competitors who are going to come in right after I come up with my differentiated product into the market and are going to start taking my ideas and start breathing down my neck, right? A lot less chance of having to play price wars with people, with competitors, because there's less competition. So running your numbers on whatever product you're looking at is crucial. It's like a next step, okay, uh, after you find the product ideas and you're, and you're starting to you're starting to look at the data. Don't just look at the metrics that everybody else has come up with. Think outside of the box. Do some math, okay? So you want to think about that right now is how much money do you have that you can risk on this first product or on your next product? And then you and then you you can kind of work backwards from there, okay? So let's say you only have ten thousand dollars to spend. Well, I have a great tool for kind of pointing this out, but you're going to need somewhere around $2,500 in addition to ordering the product and getting it uh, delivered to the Amazon FBA warehouses. You're going to need an additional, you know, two to three thousand dollars development costs, and this includes getting keyword research done and images and your listing written and running your first six weeks of PPC and running promos and getting reviews, so on and so forth. You know, all those costs add up to money you have to put out on that first runaround, on that first go around when you first launch a product. Now, you're not going to have to spend that every time, obviously, because after you've launched it, you've already got a lot of those things done and you start to recoup those costs. But you need to factor that $2,500 in so you, you're already down to, if you only have 10 grand to, that you're willing to risk, then you're down to 7,500 that you can afford to spend on the actual product sourcing on the cost of goods sold on your landed cost to land that product in the Amazon warehouses. You're down to $7,500. And so if you're looking for a product that's going to make you, you know, on the average 25% uh, profit at the, at the end of it all, then if you're $7,500 that you're spending on getting that Atlanta cost, if that if that gets you one month worth of product, hopefully it gets you a little bit more than that, because you're gonna you're gonna need more than a month's worth in order to be able to resupply. But it, let's say you have one month's worth for $7,500. Well, 25% of $7,500 is $1,750 a month. That's what your cleared profit's going to be after Amazon fees, after PPC costs and after your immediate expense, your business expenses. So your true net profit on the average, by the way, is on a good day at 25%, okay? I'm not talking about your product profit when you get paid from Amazon. I'm talking about your net profit, your net gain after you consider all of your expenses is 25% on the best of days. A lot of sellers who have been around a while and are really are moving a lot of product, they're somewhere down closer to 15, 16, 17, 17%, or even less. So anybody who tells you that they're getting true final net profit of 50% on Amazon, they either knocked it way out of the park on their product idea or they don't understand their numbers, okay? Or they're lying. So 
if $1,750 profit per month on your product is not enough for you, first you either need to look at your goals or look at your how much you want to spend, how much you can afford to spend on that first product. Because if you've only got that 10 grand, then about the best you can expect profit per month is $1,750. Multiply that out times number of months, like say in the next year that you want to make a certain amount of money take home before you can quit your job, then you need to you need to keep this in mind. So how many products are you going to have to sell at that at that profit margin in order to meet your goals? So getting this all down on paper is real important, and I have a great tool for this. I also have a great tool um, at the same time that helps you figure out your numbers. If the product's going to cost this much for me to source it, and I'm going to sell it for this much, and my development costs are these numbers, then what is my final profit? What's my cost per month? What's the cash out of pocket I'm going to have to spend? What's my revenue? How much cash am I going to be bringing in from selling these products? And then what's my final end of end of month profit on any specific product? So I have a great little workbook that can walk you through all those steps. And I, again, like I said, go ahead and visit masterprivatelabel.com forward slash product costs forward slash product costs and there's a free download there for that tool that's about all I'm gonna go on today with discussing running your numbers um, we dive into this more later on in our product research process but this is just a just to get you an introduction really the most important questions remember to ask yourself are one how much cash do I have that I can afford to risk on this next product launch and I need to plug those numbers in in order to come up with some ideas of what kind of what size and, and cost of products I can I can start looking for before I even ever set out to look for them so thank you for joining me today I appreciate it uh, I hope this was useful and as usual I will Talk to you on the flip side and we'll say as usual, onward and upward.